Hello, everybody. This is Corey Chapman from The Wealth Habits. We're excited to spend some time with you today, giving you a little bit of insight from us and hopefully giving you some thoughts that might help you take your mindset and your whole life to a new level. I'm sitting here today with my co-host, Sherry James, and we're going to spend some time sharing with you about The Wealth Habits. Sherry, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Corey. You know, one of the things that is a guiding principle for this podcast is that if all you have is money, you are not winning. Wait, say that one more time. If all you have is money, you are not winning. So money doesn't cure everything? Oh, my God. No, it does not. You need way more than that. (laughs) And so there are seven key areas that we want you to concentrate on. And we're going to talk about that in our podcast. And that is making a difference. This is the the area of your life, your spirituality, your career, your business, uh, relationship, because hello, you need a honey with some of that money. (laughs) Free time and family time, personal growth, health and appearance, and then, of course, money. You know, there are two things there that I love to death. And I know when we start talking about that personal growth, that's that's something that just resonates with with me, but also relationships. So I'm looking forward to spending some time and sharing some insights. Hopefully I don't get in trouble sharing too much, but hopefully we'll Listen, I'm going to be taking notes, guys. I've known Corey and Delilah for a long time, (laughs) and and they are hashtag relationship goals. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, let's go ahead and jump in and get started. All right, welcome to the Wealth Habits Podcast. Today we are answering the question, is it ever a right time to quit? No. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that, Corey. I don't know if I agree. Because sometimes you know, you need to know when to hold them, and sometimes you need to know when to fold them. All right, Kenny Rogers, let's, let's have this conversation, all right? So since you want to go there, right? Right. Here, here's where my head is at, okay? So I had a coaching client, right? And uh, we were sitting down and we were talking about when is the right time to quit, right? And the whole thing that she talked about when she was trying to figure out why her life was not moving in the direction she wanted to be, we kind of dove into the conversation, right? We were really kind of sitting there trying to probe why she's having the outcome that she's having, right? right? And what I realized is as we went through this conversation, I found that that her central point of contact And the one thing that was resonating through all the conversation is that she quit every time something got difficult. But see, okay, well, that may be true, but I feel like I've had instances where I needed to quit. Like, I I, I have been that pit bull on a stake, you know. Yeah, but, need And I needed to quit that so that I could put my attention somewhere else that it deserved to be. Okay, so I, I agree with that, but here's here's how I look at it. Okay, so so where's the balance at? Where's the balance okay. at, right? So where is that moment in time, and is it certain circumstances that you're talking about that makes you say, okay, because it is this, I'm okay to be able to quit? Or is it something that comes up and says, okay, if uh, I'll give you an example, right? When I was testing for my black belt. Dude, that was some rough stuff, right? And in my mind, I was like, I need to quit this, okay? And, you know, I'm tired of getting beat up every day, you know, for no reason at all. But in my mind, I was like, okay, these are the things that were the short-term pains, right? Where 
the long-term pains were like, well, is the long-term better? Because at the end of the day, I have my black belt. I've accomplished something. Right. I'll do something that most people in this world will never be able to do is get their black belt, right? So, okay, so here's the thing. The, I think it was Jay-Z who said the genius thing is that we didn't quit. Right. The genius thing is that we didn't quit. And I know I'm butchering the quote because I'm not. I don't have it exactly in front of me, but it was this idea that we started putting one foot in front of the other and we just refused to give up. And so my my friend uh, Galen uh, McDowell, who has a, a podcast, Truth Transform, said, "Decide to be great and don't stop working until your results testify to your excellence." Come on, come on, Hashtag come on, Mamba mentality. Come on, what are we talking about, yes. Big Cobe? Yes. Yes, well, yes, you know, yes. I agree with that because, look, here's the thing. I believe that anything you do is worth doing well, right? right? And I also believe that how you do anything is how you do everything. That's my favorite quote right. because I believe that in time, you got to find out where that movement is where you say, okay, at the end of the day, I'm going to still moving forward to get the result I'm looking for. Right. But it also becomes when it's hard, right, when it's hard, when it's difficult, right, most people say enough of that. Right. I'm done. Right. Let me go find something a little bit easier. Right. 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 But then when you do that, you're taken away from the potential that you could go to the next level. So is it better? I'll give you an example. You brought up Kobe. I would imagine at some point in time in his life, he was that kid on the basketball court and someone would say, give him the ball. And he may have said, man, I want to go play with my friends. I want to hang out. And that dad was like, no. Right. Get the ball, dribble another thousand times, right. Right. make it happen. Right. So when is it the right time, right? Is it the right time to say, hey, I need to keep pushing, right? Like I'm having that conversation with my daughter right now. And she's like, you know, dad, dad, um, I, I don't want to play basketball. I just want to play volleyball. Well, babe, let's learn a little bit of everything, <laughs> right. Right? right? Let's try it, right? right? I think you should do it. You know, and she may like well, not want to do it, but I'm like, you gonna do it, right? right. When right. she started taking Taekwondo, I said, listen right. to me, this is near and dear to my heart. Yes. If you start Taekwondo, yes. you don't finish until you hit black belt. Yes. Period. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, so yes. is it is it the parent is being too much? Right. But when's enough? When's when's too much? Not enough. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. right because right, right, we right. want them to be great. We want to have greatness in them. Right. So when is it not enough? Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh -huh. Come on. Okay. See, all right. All right. All right. All right. So this is a hard one because what if the thing that you are doing is not your thing? But how do you find out if it's not your thing if you didn't put the right amount of time in it to figure out if it's your thing? See, we as kids and heck, for that matter, we as Americans, we take things for granted. We do little things and start it out and say, ah, that's not the thing I want. Let me try something else. Because we got choices, right? right, right. We're not in a, a dictatorship where we say, this is what you got to do, right? right? right We're like, right. oh, I don't like that. I'm going to try something else. Right. So in a sense, in a sense, because we have these choices, are we becoming lazy in that process that we could actually go to another level if we were pushed to another level? Right. What is it? Resistance that you're up against versus just the need for more persistence. Come on. I don't know if I know the answer to that question. See, you know. I'm not even sure because I, 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 like, I am a person who never quits. Mm -hmm. And I can look back at some places in my life where I really needed to fold them. Because it just didn't, it wasn't, it either wasn't the time, the place, the season, the reason, the whatever. It wasn't my moment 
in that season. And now the thing that I I was willing to let go is now circling its way back to me in a way that I never could have imagined. So I, I think that's where I'm on the fence. Because I, I definitely don't think you want to be that person <laughs> where where you have a bunch of undones in your life. Like, you, you do not want to be that person. I feel like you can have so many undones that it becomes your character. Right, And right. so you can never get anything done because you never follow anything through to a point of completion. So, look, like, here's how I look at everything, right? I think... It's the website that never gets put up. Come on. It's the book that it, stay, that stays in the computer that never gets published. It's the updating, it's the, music it's, it's the, updating the website up. paperwork you ain't sent to me yet. But anyway, I ain't oh, saying that. I, I, sent you the, I sent that to you. You got that. Shoot. So, so look. All right. So, no, I agree with you on that. But look, here, like, look, I'm seriously asking this question because, look, here's the thing. We as parents, we want better for our children. That's why we do what we do. Right. But at the same time, there has to be a fine line balance. Like, I don't believe in the participation trophies. What the hell is that? Don't even <laughs> get on. me started. Right. Okay. Right. You 12th place. What the hell? You know, okay. But anyway, I don't believe in that. Right. But I believe that what we're doing by doing that, we're teaching our children that the life, life in general, is everyone wins. Right. That's bullcrap. Right. Right. That's not right. true. That's not how right. life works. Right. You need to teach them how to handle resilience and be to the point where they're saying at the end of the day, disappointment happens. Yes. If you didn't prepare, yes. this is why you got the result yes. that you got. Yes. yes. But yes. had you studied, worked out in the weekends, yes. did some dribbling a thousand times a day going back to Kobe, right? Right. right. Then right. Right. you right. get the results that he got. Right. Right? right. So, but then at the same time, us as Parents mm -hmm. allow them off the hook. We give them the chance. So, of, it's okay, baby. I, I believe in, no, I don't believe in that. I believe in, in non-negotiables. Okay. And so, so education is a non-negotiable. Track is a non-negotiable. I mean, barring him just, you know, falling out and trying to take his life, he's going to track practice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like, and barring him, you know, um, the same circumstance, like with with karate, he's going to karate. You know, this morning we were on our way to school and we're working on sight words, um, which is, I guess, the way they teach people to read now. And so he's like, Mom, I don't want to do the sight words. And I was like, okay, what's my job? And I've been asking him this since he was two. To take care of my brain. I said, right. So I've explained to you since you were two that there are going to be things that I'm going to require you to do that... You ain't you, a choice. You know, right. <laughs> Tell your feelings how to feel. Like, I, we, you, this is what's happening. So if you want my cooperation, if you want those Beyblades, give me my sight words. I, I, I believe in non-negotiables. Right, right. And I, I, don't, I don't know if that's quote-unquote old school, but that's definitely what goes on in my house. It's, it, it's, it, there are places where it's a democracy and there are places where it's a flat-out dictatorship. Yeah, straight up. Dictatorship <laughs> in the house. I'm, right. Yeah, I don't, you know, it's so funny because... I, you know what? I ain't going to go there. <laughs> I got to go home at night and I got to sleep in my bed. Okay, I'm going to leave that alone. Okay, never mind. I, I take that back. Everything is okay. <laughs> but anyway, back to what you were saying. Um, I truly believe that there comes a time where you are either going to handle the pressure, right? 
And I believe pressure can be a good thing. You know, my wife and I were talking the other day because I strive under pressure. That's just kind of my thing. And she thinks that I put undue stress on myself because I'm always trying to push myself to a limit. I had a deadline date for something that no one else knew the deadline date, but I knew the deadline date. And it was important for me to hit the deadline, right? Um, but it was undue pressure that I had. But I believe that pressure does a couple of things. It either breaks you or you become a record breaker from having it. Okay, so you so, just hit on something because I think this is a really important wealth habit, mm -hmm. which is that you need to work with a sense of urgency. Yes. And I think that if you don't have a sense of urgency, things never get done. I, I think it, that that you that you have to have something that says that I'm I, that this is finished and this is when I'm going to be finished. That's just it. I don't I don't know how to say it any differently. Like you need a sense of urgency. Most people don't move. Most people, they, their sense of urgency is external. Mm -hmm. And I think that being truly wealthy is learning to have an internal sense of urgency. Come on. See, I think that's exactly what I was talking about. Because, mm -hmm. like I said before, that internal clock for me to say, hey, I need this deadline to be this day, was not to anybody else's liking, had nothing to do by a certain date we put out there. It was just me. Yes. Because I had that internal thing yes. saying, look, I need this to be resolved by yes. this day. Because yes. I got other crap I got to work right. on, right? Well, but that's that's what I'm saying is that, that, that if you don't create that sense of urgency, I don't want to be that person where I'm constantly pushed by what's happening outside of me. Correct. That, and I feel like a lot of people are like that. The paper doesn't get written until the debt two weeks before it's due or two nights before it's due. Right. You know, the the bill doesn't get paid until the day of or the day after. You know, yeah. I want to be that person where I've got my own internal clock that's driving me that's saying, get it done now. Because you don't want time to be a factor between you and your success. And the universe responds to you <laughs> according to how you show up. So if you constantly show up late, then the character, the stuff that comes back to you shows up like that. So yeah. it, there's a, there's a bigger cost to just not getting it done and dragging it out. So it comes back to the universe, right? I think how you do anything is how you do everything. Right. So I, I said this to one of my uh, employees one time and, and she couldn't grasp her head around that conversation. Mm -hmm. And I said, but it's how you show up every day. I need somebody to be able to be all in. I want someone engaged in the process. I want someone that says, you know what? I believe in excellence and I'm going right. to strive for it. Now, I know perfection is a, a loss. You know, it's, it flies away and you don't have perfection. But I right. want to get as close to that bad boy right. as I possibly can right. Right. in things that I do. Right. Because I think that's how you show up. Leave nothing on the table. That's right. That it's like it's like going, and I, that's why I think it's why I love sports so much. I was never like I love sports and I love competing, but I actually never played sports. Uh huh. So those but, that do. <laughs> <hush>. <laughs> but I think what I love so much about sports is this idea of leaving it all on the table. That it's like holding nothing back. And at least in everything that I'm doing when we're doing this podcast with, you know, when I preach, when I write, whatever it is that I'm doing is that I want to hold nothing back. When I'm with Jordan, hold nothing back. And I feel like sometimes we go into circumstances where it's like we're, we're reserving a piece. And it's like, no, 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 put it all out there. Let it all go because that's how you find your next, your next height, you know, your next, I don't want to say limit, but like... You know, some of us have an upper limit problem. We never hit the ceiling of our lives, so we never break through. 
You know, that, that's a great statement that you said that, you know, it's so funny you said that because I, when you said that, the first thing I thought about when you said, you know, don't leave anything behind, right? And don't leave anything on the table. It's because if you have that mindset to go to the next level, once you reach that net level, you'll go to another level. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. It's like it's but automatic. But you can never get to that next level if you never hit your upper limit. That's correct. For because, sure. Yeah, but, but okay, let's go one step better, right? At the end of the day, if you don't know what to aspire to because you can't have the vision to see what's out there, then how do you even go to that limit? Right. You get what I'm saying? Right. Because, see, I think our circumstances, right? So you the need way to be, raised, so, so wealth habit, wealth habit, yep. you need to be stretching yourself every day. Every day. Every day, the That's stretch it. has to be there. Because if you think about it, That's right, it. at the end of the day, it's That's like, it. okay, I'm only going to push myself so far. That's right. like the average person, right? Right, right, right. But right, some right. of us out there want to be better than average. Right. Some right. of us out there want to be excellent, right? right? And I like that word excellent, right? Yeah. Because it says I'm achieving more than yes. the average. Yes. yes That's yes, what yes. I want, right? Yes, That's yes, what I'm yes. looking for. And I think if you do that, then you can only try to aspire to greatness every day. Right. If right, you right, do right. a little bit more today than you did yesterday, yes. you're moving towards excellence. Yes, yes, yes. There was a quote. Uh, <laughs> I'm laughing now. Don't. There was a quote. <laughs> <laughs> this is about this, the 18th quote that we done did on the podcast in a day. I'm just letting y'all know. But this, was, this was John Maxwell, and he said he heard an Earl Nightingale um, thing this was I think I sent it to you the the interview that Tom Billu did right, with him right, on right. Impact Theory uh -huh. and he said that he heard Earl Nightingale say that if you dedicate an hour a day to a subject in five years you'll be an expert Correct. and he says he started down that path where every day he wanted to become an expert in leadership and so he started down that path where he um, started studying leadership and he said but something happened two years in. He said, I stopped looking for, can I make it to five years? And it became, how far can I take this? Come on. And I think that that's what happens when you stretch yourself every day, that it, it stops being about, can I make it to whatever your deadline is, whatever the arbitrary deadline is, mm -hmm. and how far can I take it? And I feel like that's how I feel about life. And I feel like that's, that's why it's a wealth habit for me, is how far can I take it? What else is inside of me? So we've manifested the minister. Now we're working on the podcast host. Now, and then we got books coming. We got clothing line. We got, it's like, how far can I take this? You know, um, hmm. and you do realize our opening question was, is it ever right? Is it, is there ever a right time to quit? Right. And I think everything we're talking about right now is kind of giving you pause to think about, is it the right time to quit? Because what we're saying right now is you should never quit because you're always trying to achieve more. Right. 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 And in the, now let me back up. We say quit in the finite word of we stop something. But if we think about it from a bigger level, we may not be stopping something, but taking a different path to what that might be. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Because right, now here's a thought, right? Okay. Because here's the thing, right? Like you were saying. So how do you know that it's that and not an undone? Because I believe that it's like, like taking a trip. Okay. The end in mind is what we're starting with, right? Okay. There are many paths to get to that end that you're trying to go to. So maybe that's part of what's happening with people who quit is they don't have a clear end. That is in a nutshell. So when I have my conversation. So wealth habit, 
Go ahead. Go on. You, I saw the epiphany pop on. Go on. Lay the epiphany out. I hear it coming. Your wealth habit is that you need a clear end. You need to start with the end in, in mind. mind. Don't begin until you don't begin until you end it. That's right. Think about down. this for a second, okay? So That's a Sherry quote. <laughs> that's a Sherry quote. Okay. All right, Sherry quote. But look, here's the thing. At the end of the day, I had a conversation with one of my, my coaching clients the other day. And one of the things that we started this conversation with was what was her end in mind, right? Mm -hmm. What was the result, the goal that she was trying to achieve? Right. So she had asked me questions about where do I start when it comes to managing my money and putting money away? And then I asked her, what was the goal that you were trying to accomplish? And she went on to tell me all these different things about things that she's done in her past and that she spent large amounts of money doing other things that she shouldn't have been doing, right? But the, the conversation when I had asked her specifically, what is she trying to accomplish? Right. There was no goal. There was no no one knew what to have. So when she said, well, I start and I stop all the time, I said, because you don't have a why. You don't have something, and that's W-H-Y. You don't have something that's going to move mountains to make you get to that that's goal, it. right? And until you find that why that moves you forward, then you have no goal because you don't know what you're going for. So at that point in time, it was like, oh, that makes sense. Right. And when she gave me these superficial things that she thought was important, she realized that it wasn't that important. Right, right. You got to find something that makes you get up every morning and say, you know what? I want that excellence yes. that we were talking yes, about. Yes, 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 and yes. once you figure out that excellence and you figure out how you get to excellence yes. and that why is strong enough, you keep moving. That's it. You keep moving. That's it. That's it. Okay. Okay. So is it ever a right time to quit? No. No. An emphatic no. Okay, got it. I think it's an emphatic no, but I say that with a caveat, right? I think if you measure it from a standpoint of what the, let's say the thing that I'm doing, right, is not necessarily the end result that I'm trying to get to, I can change paths. Okay. Is that fair? Yes. Okay. You can change paths. Okay, got it. Because I'm trying more, to get to the end in mind. Right, That's what but I'm going. more important than anything else is don't begin until you end it. That you you need to know the end before you get started. Otherwise, right. it's too easy for you to get off track. You're driving I, across and, country. Right, and right? If I, right exactly. And I th if, I think about, if I think about all the places in my life where I have an undone, it's an undone because I didn't have a clear end. Correct. And so... But that's what anything. Right. For everybody. And, right. So right. I was making it up as I went. Right. And that was a problem. <laughs> okay, that was... Uh, you, you think? That, right, right, right. <laughs> that wasn't a wealth habit. Don't do that. So... Start with the end in mind. Always. And I think in everything you do, that you can use that same principle, right? Right. Whether it's, I want to be a great parent to my children, right? right? Well, the end in mind, you have a vision of what that looks like. Right. That's showing up for the events. That's being on time. That's right. being there when they want to talk to you. That's letting them have access. Right. I said it again, have access to you right. when you're busy. Right. And they know that they have that access, and it's not like, oh, I'm disturbing mommy or daddy, right. but know that mom, dad, I need to talk, and you right. stop everything, and now you're there for them. Yes, yes, access. yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay, all right. And I, I, I lost the quote my friend said, but it was, it was that basically that you give, give everything. Like, leave nothing on the table. That's what that, I believe. Leave nothing on the table. Don't leave money on the table. <laughs> but, 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 that, but that you you never exit a moment where you have not given everything that you had. You know, <laughs> so funny you said that. Because if you, if you do, then all of the magic of the... You, you're never going to get that moment back. Correct. 
You're never going to get that moment back. And so it's like you want to squeeze everything out. All the juices out. Of that moment. <laughs> For sure. There, there ain't no juice left in the lemon. Yeah. And I think most people are living where they got half-squeezed lemons. Yep. They, they, they half-squeezed at work. They half-squeezed at home. They ha- <laughs> and so they live a half-squeezed life. Come on. Come on. I I like that quote. (laughs) Right. Are you living a half-squeezed life? (laughs) You need to move on. Yes. (laughs) But really. Yeah. Because how you do anything is how you do everything. And so we fool ourselves thinking that, oh, I'm 100 in my household, but I'm, you know, 50% at work. No, you're not. You just can't see how you're being 50 in your household. But if you're 50 anywhere, you're 50 everywhere. Everywhere. Come on. Mm. Look, look, look. I think at Mm. the end of the day, you need to realize that. When you show up is how things start to move. You got to drive yourself and start thinking about, I'm showing up today. And people say, you know, half the battle is showing up. I don't agree with that. I think showing up just gets you started. But you got to do something with that showing up. I can be in a room Wait, and listen stop. to a church. Say that again. Like, I can be in the room. Say that again. I can be in the room. Because okay? I'm telling you, I've had some days at the gym where I have just shown up. Come on. You're like, I got to the place. I sat on the bike. I did the leisure drive while I was watching my book, right? And I just showed up. But when I had my trainer, I was showing up, right? Right, right, right. I was struggling. I was painful. It was right. hurting. I was, you know, I was about to pass the hell out. So you need, so, because. I'm going to tie back to something we said earlier, which is that you need an internal sense of urgency. Yep. But you also need an internal push, like an internal driver, like yeah. something that, like, you know, where you go hard in the paint. Not because somebody is driving, not because the trainer is there driving you, but because you're there driving you. You're pushing you. You want to see what your limit is. And you're not waiting for somebody else to get you to your limit. It's, it's like we always talk about. You need to be able to do what you're supposed to do, even when no one else is watching. Well, that's integrity. You know what I'm saying? And you have to have integrity with yourself. That's the part that people don't get. They do it in the sense of the standpoint of, okay, oh, Sherry's such a such and such person because of blah, blah, blah. But when Sherry's alone, is that the same Sherry that's showing up? Right. Because you're the one watching. You watch yourself, right. Right? right? And if you can say at the end of the day, I feel I went all out and played all out, yes. then great. But if so, you know you didn't... So this goes back to an earlier conversation. Now we're sending you a representative and you ain't sending the real person. Right, right, right. I, you don't need my representative. <laughs> right. So this was something, and I, I, I put out an um, a, a email to my, to my community to basically say that, I, that, that this next decade, this year and then this next decade, and really for the rest of my life, is really about integrating everything that... Uh-huh. that I believe in an integrated life. And I realized that there were places where I was Minister Sherry. There were places where I was Sherry financial professional. And then there were places where I was Sherry. Simply Sherry. Right, right, (laughs) exactly. And I realized that that I was segmented. And the truth is that I got one message. That even if I'm working with a client and I'm helping them to look at their financial profile and figure out like what kinds of decisions that they need to be making, and making advice, it's still one message, which is that getting the best of you out into expression. Right. So the, the, my message didn't change just because now I put it in the language of spirituality. Right. Right. So I realized I got one face, so I'm not over, different over here and different over there. I got one message and I got one purpose. And everything for me is, is integrated. 
And because I have that now, now I can't quit. Because I only got one thing I'm trying to do, which is get you to your best life. Guys, look, it's, when you find your purpose, it's like air. It sure is. Right? It's like it sure you is. need it every when I, day. When I, when I, and I, I, do, I do still <laughs> wake up with an alarm. Day. But when that alarm went off at 3 a.m., I was up. Yes. It's a proven moment, yes. I'll tell you. I'm, I'm going to get to that place because uh, I, I think it's Tom Bilyeu that talks about that he natu- like, naturally gets himself up at 4 a.m. That's mine. God bless him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That is my, not. My auto clock is 5 o'clock, automatically like clockwork. It doesn't matter what time I go to bed or what time I get started. Yeah. I'm always up. But it is, I, but I wake up with an alarm. But you know what? I'm cool with I that. I hate alarms, dude. I, I'm not trying I, to hear I'm no cool alarm. I, I, but I get up. I get up, my eyes open, I sit up, I get up, I eliminate, and then I sit back down and do my meditation, period. Like, that's the flow. So let's wrap up, Sherry. Okay. What do we got here? So give us our recap as we do at every one of our wealth habits, all right? <laughs> yes. so, so we have a couple of wealth habits today because the question that we were answering is that, is it ever a right time to quit? And we basically both said no, that no, it's never a right time to quit. What you can do is you can change your direction. Your, your direction, but you're still aiming at the same result. Right, end result. End result. But And then we also said that you need your own sense of urgency, mm-hmm. that you need to be able to drive you and not be pushed by external deadlines, that you need to have your own internal clock. Correct. And then we said that that you need to have your own sense of, of why. Why? Like, why are you doing what you're doing? You know, what what's driving you? Because otherwise you'll find yourself in the weeds Talking about where am I going, getting distracted, you have shiny objects, you know, syndrome. And then finally, don't begin until you end it. That you've got to get clear on what that end is. And that most of the quitting that happens, happens because you haven't defined a clear end. Come on. All right. Shoot, I'm that's about it. to tell you, that that's was a good the, one That's the, the Wealth Habit Podcast for today. Do we have a book for anybody that we want to recommend today? You know, uh, oh, that's a good one. I'm still, you know, I'm playing, I'm I'm vacillating between the multiple books right now, so I really I can't hear you. I finished Elevate. One. Did you? Do you I like did. it? It was dope. It was dope, it was right? Dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was real it's simple, simple, right? But it was but really very powerful. So yeah, check that book out, guys. Elevate by Robert Glazer. We mentioned it before on the podcast, yeah. but it really is about how you build capacity yeah. in, in your life. Aspects. Right, exactly. That that how like what is a system for stretching yourself? Come on. It is. Okay. All right, guys, as always, this is Corey Chapman and Sherry James at the end of our Wealth Habits. Have an amazing day.